Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hello Mentor. Uh, today's episode was actually recorded via Zoom uh, because of the movement control order in Malaysia. Um, so the sound quality might change a little bit from the usual uh, episode, but the conversations are nevertheless still just as interesting. Uh, today, we have uh, Nana Al-Halik with us. Uh, she's a certified coach with credentials from Australian Strength Performance uh, and is the most recognized female fitness influencer in Malaysia. With the most following Instagram, uh, she creates products to help men and women achieve their health goals. Uh, reinventing herself from an influencer uh, to a TV host in a short span of two years, uh, she has hosted popular television shows on NTV, uh, Astro and RTM, namely the Feel Good Show, Fitness Battle, Jom Kurus, Kami Gang Fit, and A to Z Active. Uh, she's an official brand ambassador athlete with Under Armour and Apple. Uh, and now a household name, Nana is also a businesswoman and the brains behind Bodylab. Uh, and with that, let's start the conversation. Hello, uh, hi Nana, hi. Uh, welcome hi. to the podcast. Uh, thanks for yes. doing this. <laughs> no worries. I'm excited to do this as well. <laughs> yeah, like like I like I was saying uh, just before we started, I've been really looking forward to have this conversation with you uh, because uh, I have been trying to get fit like my entire adult life and uh, I don't think I'm succeeding. So it's such an inspiration to see someone, you know, you know, like in good shape. And I, I really love to learn about some of your habits later. And maybe you can share with us like how you approach fitness and all that. Um, and I, but before we kind of go, I, I want to jump in quickly. So we, we obviously kind of uh, uh, ran through your background a little bit before we have, you know, uh, had this uh, conversation. And I found that actually you, you had a degree in communications and psychology from university. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So uh, <laughs> like, why? Maybe I'll ask that question. Was there any particular thing you were trying to go into when you first studied psychology? Okay, I'm always amused about uh, people's behavior. So back then, when I was like young and excited, <laughs> I always dream of to be, um, you know, the chief editor of like in, in some advertising company. I think it's because of, you know, growing up, I always watched like all these, you know, movies about how amazing it is to be in advertising and like creating something, uh, you know, creative, like videos and stuff. I'm, I'm always drawn to that. So actually before I pursue my degree, I was um, learning how to, you know, um, do movies, do productions, radio and everything. Mm -hmm. So my diploma was in diploma in mass communication. So I learned all those, um, I would say the technicalities, the behind the scene on how to operate stuff. Um, and then, um, since I'm always drawn to like learning people behavior because uh, believe it or not, I am not as extrovert as right now back then. I mean, I'm bubbly, I'm happy and all. I'm like super out there, but I, I always have these insecurities about myself and you know, the best way I always responded is, um, you know, just smile when I feel uncomfortable and stuff. So, you know, learning and, you know, people watching always sort of like, excite me like oh okay this is how people react and 
I don't know. And then, yeah, I decided to just uh, wanting to be a psychologist because, you know, I think getting into people's mind and trying to understand someone is really interesting because, you know, sometimes you're just trying to understand why they are reacting certain way. And then is it like, uh, is it like, uh, is it because of they choose to do it or is it from a reaction or is it because of like a disease, you know, but then <laughs> along the way, <laughs> After, after I learned about behavioral psychology and reading about all these um, mental issues, I feel that, oh my God, if I would like to work in a, in a psychiatric, I would say, department, I think I'm going to be depressed. So I've decided, okay, I, I have this uh, bit of trade and then I, I learned a, a bit about, you know, people's behavior. Why not combine these two and then, you know, try something new instead? But yeah, I always I always love people watch. I think mm. I think it's right. <laughs> you're right. I, I know people who are like counselors, and they say that at the end of the day, right, it's very tiring. Like hearing all these stories, right? Uh, it so is. mentally, it is quite and it, like it does drain a lot of energy. So, but it sounds like so you were shy when you were younger, and and not, um, to, say, not to say shy. Like mm. I would say, okay, in college, in college mm. before uni. Uh, some of my friends actually call me sloth because I'm super blur. Like, like whatever is happening, I'm I'm super blur, and I just don't know. And then I, I don't really go out much. Um, I don't really socialize much. I think that's because of uh, my mom really trained me well. Like, uh, she only gave me like certain amount of money. Like, to be honest, it's only two hundred ringgit a month, and that includes my petrol, my transportations and wow. food so whatever i need the rest is just i need to find it my own so i don't really have the time not not a time like, like the luxury to lepak lepak with friends and then hang out shopping so mm. most of the time i study and i work at the same time so mm. not to say that um yeah so i, I don't really have like time to 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 do socialize, to like so socialize and all that so so psychology socialize. helps you helped you understand what people are like. And that was quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think um, what really interests me in the psychology uh, department is because my mom uh, took a course in psychology and one of my uncle worked in one of the mental institutions. So mm. it, it really like, oh, wow, you know, and I, I don't know, it's just really interesting. It's just mm. really interesting. So, mm. yeah quite introvert last time don't really talk to people I only talk to people who know me always have mm. self-confident issue to approach people um, I was working in sale before um, tried to work in sale before mm. didn't work mm. <laughs> because I didn't know how to start a conversation <laughs> I'm like no I'm not doing it <laughs> so you're so you introverted person doing sales. Um, no. I'm so curious about like how how you're obviously like really bubbly and chatty right now. Like the energy levels are super high, right? Um, and, when, and when I know someone, yes. When I know someone, when I'm really close to someone, yes, I unleash. Sorry, right. I unleash all like you know my bubbliness and my happiness. Right. But if I don't know somebody, it's just. I don't know how to start a conversation and stuff. Like only throughout my later years, I think um, when I'm when I was like 27 or 28, like I started to develop a self confidence. Um, 
yeah. And then I told myself, well, I need to just say hello and, and just smile. Regardless whether to smile, say hello, uh, the person say hello back to me or like mm. smile back at me. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, but out, out of curiosity, what, what were you insecure about? Like what are the things that you didn't feel confident? You crazy. I think everybody, <laughs> I mean like girls growing up, well, <laughs> I think, okay, the, the, the level of educations back then in terms of, you know, self-love is not as um, vast as now. I mean, oh, that's true, you know, yeah. like nowadays TV shows, regardless of your shapes, your skin color and everything, you know, it embraces self-love. But back then, it's all about stereotyping. You have to look on certain ways and then, you know, mm. your girlfriend expects you to be this way and then you have to have like, you know, using certain brands and stuff and all these things. So, of course, you know, I think growing up, every girl will feel like, you know, some some sort of like a phase where they are not confident about themselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I would say I'm very much thankful for sports because that's how I cope with, with all of these things as well because I started really early at 11 years old um, oh. in sports. Um, so most of my friends are boys because they are free of judgment and stuff. So, <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> I'm kind of really behind the lines there. Uh, <laughs> what's, uh, what sport do you do at 11 years old? Okay. So, um, growing up, I'm, I'm really active. Uh, right. So, since young, uh, my mom exposed me to all of these activities. I mean, we were talking about like bicycle race, you know, rollerblading, roller skating, um, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, so when I was 11 years old, I, I just like, suka suka, you know, just try out for school sports. So I was running and stuff. And then my mom being a Johor athlete. So she mm. played netball. Um, but I have, I am really bad at netball. Okay, like, literally, I cannot catch a ball. So, <laughs> so uh, it seems to me that my, my, I think my talent is in running, um, you know, like sprinting and stuff. Mm. And all this like strength stuff, explosive stuff. So when I, uh, when I went for, you know, the school uh, sports day, um, somehow I, I won three events. Um, and then by the age of 12, I represented the state for 100 meter, 200 meter, 400 meter, 4 by 1, 4 by 4. Um, and then from 1, from 2, from 3. And then from 3, I think I went for a tryout SUKMA and then um, broke few school records and stuff. Wow. So by the same time, I was playing hockey as well. Um, so yeah, never in school, mm. but I ran for school. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and you play hockey. Hockey is like, is one of those sports that is, um, it's, it's common, but not common enough that, you, you know, you have yeah. to purpose that like, in a way you kind of, it's fine. Like you, you, you have to purposely look for it. Right. Cause I don't hear that many people playing hockey. Uh, yeah, hockey is fun, but yeah, mom dislike it because, um, you know, I played wing last time. It? Yeah. I played wing last time. Um, my position was wing. And then I remember a few times that the stick went onto my nose and my, oh. my mouth. So my mom oh, wow. said, okay, enough is enough. Just stick to your sprinting time. And then, yeah, so I was, I was just focusing on hurdles and on running. Um, oh, but, uh, need oh, wow. to, need to unleash all the extra energies out, you know. 
<laughs> so you've always been like super athletic, right? It sounds like since you were young. Uh, yeah. and, then, and then you went to psychology. So I'm really curious that like, you obviously didn't pursue a career in psychology, but was there anything from psychology that you find useful today, like even until now? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, um, I, I, okay, to be honest, I mean, when I started uh, the fitness uh, journey, you know, because when, when I get into uh, into fitness industry, it wasn't uh, intentional. It was super unintentional. It was um, it was it started with uh, just a diary of like my activity, sharing my routine and stuff. So you know, when we when we look at like eight years ago, and then here this Malay girl, you know, <laughs> suddenly looked like super ripped and looking mm-hmm. like a guy. And then mm. receiving all these like, you know, negative comments and stuff. It mm. makes me, I would say, understand how people react to the situations and how I appear. Um, and uh, I understand it's, it's common because not everybody can accept. So first uh, from psychology, it helped me understand how people reacted a certain way when, you know, somebody looked totally different. Mm. And then... I, I also learned that, um, you know, when you are replying something, you shouldn't reply with aggressiveness. So you always ask them or like, you know, implying something soft, but it's a fact <laughs> to make them think. Um, so <laughs> it would generate positive, I would say, uh, <laughs> results. That must have been so hard though. It's like, like you know, like uh, you, you talk about hate on the internet, right? Like, and people on the internet yes. are nasty. Right, yeah. and you have to kind of swallow it and try to respond in a very uh, mature way, like, right? That's why I would, I would yes. use the word, right? So, yeah. yeah, like that must have been really tough. And and you're right in that um, eight years ago, probably, I mean, it wouldn't be that common. I think right now it's like it's changing more and more, right? Like people kind of say, you know, people understand that, hey, you know, uh, you know, women can be strong and ripped and all that, right? Uh, yes. But it was different then. And what what were like? Uh, was there anything in particular that uh, was very memorable to you in terms of like the things that are being said and like how how do you kind of respond to all that? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a really bizarre one. Okay, this is this incident is really bizarre one. So I woke up one day. This is I think seven and a half years ago. So I woke up one day and I, I, I opened my email and I was about to have my breakfast at that time. Mm. So with my muesli bowl, <laughs> open my email, on my phones, okay, put on like, you know, scooping on my, my muesli in my mouth and I was reading it. Okay, blah, blah, blah. You look like a man. This is this. And then this person attach a transsexual photos like transsexual naked photos like not one but 10 of transsexual naked photos in wow. the email and then can you imagine it's like la 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 having my muesli okay okay <laughs> negative comments blah, blah, blah. what so I literally like spit out like all my, oh my muesli <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I accidentally threw away my phone I was like what the heck is this going on oh what just God. happened to me like this is <laughs> This is this beyond. This is obviously a bit sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, that the that is one of the most memorable one. Yeah. And do you respond? You do you respond to comments like that? No. 
you don't right. I used right. to sometimes like once or twice when they totally go overboard when they actually mm-hmm. like post up like a length of literature not like one two lines of comment like a literature on my comments and stuff mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. just just to make a point but nowadays I realize that it does it it does not worth my time so mm-hmm. um I have to be smarter and I actually yeah. have a filter of a certain words on my oh, IG. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, comments okay. so whatever negative right. yes and whatever negative comments or like keywords that comes out it just doesn't show on my page mm. not mm. just for me i think it is it is um it is good for my um i would say followers as well you know my audiences mm. as well because mm. when they see that ne- negative comment automatically it will trigger negative behavior or negative thoughts right yeah. and yeah. then you know i'm all about zen and all about positivity so instead of you know allowing all these messages to to be i would say in my in my comment section why don't you just mute it and then everything will be just rainbows <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i didn't know you could do that like that's let's like uh, is that a social media tool that helps you hide uh like oh, no comments? no no it's actually if you go to your instagram um there's a filter so you can actually oh. set that on a certain words yeah Well, I, I learned something so quick, like, oh, <laughs> but, but no one ever comments on my post. So it's like, not that it matters. <laughs> uh, oh, and, and so, um, yeah. And I, I also read that when you first graduated, I think uh, I read an article that said your mom wanted you to pursue psychology or something like that. Right. And you, you wanted yeah. to go into fitness and that was a very challenging time. Um, yes. right. What what was what was the I mean did that affect your relationship with your mother like how how was it at the time It doesn't affect the relationship with my mother because I know that whatever that she's trying to do is all good intention I mean like if I'm in her position I'll be pissed as well you know because she spent all this money for my double degree and then suddenly I just like hey hey ma I don't think I'm going to pursue psychology and <laughs> i'm i'm just going to be like you know get into fitness um so i totally understand from her part she just wanted the best for me you know uh, she always dream of like i i would be like a professor or something you know like helping people and stuff but in a way i'm helping people now um but it's just in a different industry so totally understand on her part um but yeah what i learned from that experience that because at that moment she was like okay if you want to pursue something else you have to be on your own meaning that if you if you want to take any courses the money has to come from your own pocket because before this she gave me all the, the luxury to pay for my educations and stuff right um so yeah i took a year off um yes i took a year off and just work and just work until i until i i decided okay i think i want to do fitness <laughs> <laughs> well what did you do like for the first year that's when the sales come from <laughs> oh the sales right oh so you tried sales for a year and then and yeah, then you realize i don't it's not me and i'm going to do fitness i can't like really how to approach people do sales but yeah i'm i'm trying to i mean even until today like i i i'm still learning my trait on how to do sales hmm. um yeah i think going to see someone's like hey you know like you should hmm. get this one it's just really good blah blah, blah. it's it's quite making me nervous <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. was it like 
was it like you just woke up one day and just suddenly thought, hey, like I want to go into fitness? Like, or was there like a particular event that made you like triggered you to make this decision? Okay, when I started fitness, um, it was just solely to to go back to the active lifestyle because I was super active when I was in, uh, you know, my, my primary and secondary uh, time. And then after that, during college, I was just like randomly do rock climbing and so on. And, you know, having or getting 200 ringgit from mom, <laughs> you can't really have the money to, to pay for gym membership, right? <laughs> so, mm. so after I got my uh, first paycheck and I was like, hey, I'm going to get, I'm going to sign up to gym. Like, you know, I know I'm, I'm fit, but I want to look strong and I want to look in a certain way because, you know, if Mat Saleh can achieve this kind of like physique, I think I can too, you know, because I, I, I'm like, you know, fit since before. Mm. So, yeah. Um, when I share my photos and videos on my Instagram, um, it was just like a diary. It's like, oh, just to motivate myself. It's like, I can do this and then mm. I can, I can be this idol, uh, mm. you know, and I can, I can have her physique as well. Mm. Um, so, and then literally I know that I have a certain following and then I, I just built my, my career from there. I started to get courses, learn more about, I would say nutrition and then, you know, started, taking clients in, helping people. And mm. then, you know, uh, a friend of mine approached me to join like Jomkurus and everything. And I think joining Jomkurus is a moment where not to say force, I would say forces myself to, to be, I would say super, super extrovert and, mm. you know, teach myself to really communicate with big audiences. Mm. So, so that, that's, that's how it started. And then, yeah. Mm. Well, so, so, mom, so, mom, mom so still wants to be a professor right now, but oh, still now, <laughs> she's still hoping you change your mind. <laughs> she's still hoping. <laughs> oh wow! I say, well, you never know. <laughs> oh, you say it's too late. <laughs> and and, and um, so so fascinating, right? So so basically, um, after that, your your first year doing sales, you came out and you said, "Oh, I." I you're going into fitness, but because um, one of the things I was always curious about, how does someone start a career in fitness? It's not obvious yeah. to me. What does that mean, right? So so you were like going to the gym and you just documented your journey in the gym. Yeah. And somehow you build a following like that. Yeah. That's, that's so cool. And was there a point where you suddenly realized, oh, I'm like, um, I'm, I'm not sure if you like using this word, but yeah, I'm like an influencer. Like people are following me online and, and, and people that I don't know want to follow me and I inspire people to be fit. You know, was there a moment where you realized, oh, like, oh, wow, like I have this following. Okay. Like I said, you know, my, my friend called me a sloth for nothing. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually partly true. Um, so after years of having building up my profile, um, I only find out that I'm... I would say talent mm. a couple of years ago. Like I think three, four years ago, three, four, three, years, four ago. years ago, right. Three, right, four right. years ago. Because right. to me, I mean, I mean like even, even so like I, I was, I already have like a career in television. Like I was hosting certain things. Like I never look at myself as a celebrity or like a TV host or, or, you know, work someone 
is in a in a public eye mm. um, before because I think to to have that status like to have that recognition I need to do more you know I, I need to be like really really good at something and I even even now I, I still feel that you know I, I need to do more and give more and perform better you know because a celebrity or like a influencer they they have like a certain voice and I feel that mine is just small <laughs> you know it's still small um but yeah I, I it's not, it's not that too. small I think you have like <laughs> over 200,000 followers on Instagram I just look <laughs> that's a lot I mean like it's a lot especially um I mean, in Malaysia, I mean, considering our, our, the size of uh, the country and all that, it's a lot, 200,000. Uh, so that's quite amazing. Uh, and, what, and, what, and what were some of the, the challenges that you faced so far in this journey? Ooh, challenges? Okay, when I started my business, um, not everybody are so welcoming. Um, so I, I've been attacked this is this is real story so last year I've been attacked on social media where you know every time I post about my business about my product people would just report on that posting and then I, I received um, a notification from Instagram uh, and then saying that they will delete my account so that forces me to be just quiet on Instagram and not market my product at at, at at the time so it has been going on no no it lasted for a couple of weeks um even months and i even received a threat <laughs> to put my business down oh. even this particular individual or individuals actually send some um email to my um sponsors you know uh, saying that my product contains certain illegal uh, ingredients, which we are not because, you know, we have all the cert and, and all this stuff. So, so yeah, that, that is the, I think the most uh, hardest challenges that I faced recently so far. So right now it's just slowly starting back, building up my business um, because from that threat itself and the incident um, lost a lot, <laughs> lost a lot. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's tough. And and why why do you think like people are like attacking you or, or your product? I have no idea. I have no idea. But I think when you started your business and then you know in the business world, um, I would say envy. Maybe it could be envy. It could be. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> so 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 those are. So yeah, I think we, we jump into like uh, some of the details of the, the businesses they have because you, you have two, right? From my understanding. So you have yes. um, Body Lab and Fit Sambal. So um, we'll get to that in a while. So, 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 so there were some challenges, I suppose, starting these. Um, yeah. And one, one thing that... Um, uh, uh, so, so one of the questions I'd like to ask, right, is that when someone from an outsider looks at you and your career and all that, what do you think is actually harder um, that, that, than it looks, right? Like you, you, like you think that an outsider might think it's easy, but actually it's a lot harder than people think. And also the reverse question, like what, what do you think is actually very easy, but outsiders think it's very hard? Ooh. In terms of business? Uh, business or maybe just... Um, 
uh, I suppose your career in general in like being a fitness, uh, you know, someone that a talent in fitness. Okay. Um, I would say creating content, definitely creating contents. Um, because when it comes to contents for my businesses, my own page and everything, I do it myself, like editing videos, shoots, um, IG live, even I would say visuals, like IG visuals for like products, promo and stuff. So you edit that your one own videos? On, edit my own videos. I edit wow. all the, let me, let me show you from like, wait. This is my company's, um, I would say, visuals. So, all of this thing, mm. like, I have to do it myself. Like, all of that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're pretty handsome. So all those, yeah, all those photos. So, um, sometimes it can get really challenging as well. And then time management. So, as for now, doing MCO, um, you know, it is, I would say, a luxurious time for me to, I would say, spend time and then curate it, uh, all these like graphics and stuff. Um, but if on normal days, sometimes my, my, my day started at as early as 4 a.m. depending on like my call time, uh, especially on the days that I have shoots. So 4 a.m., wake up, get ready, drive to whatever locations that I need to be, hair and makeup, do my work at the same time, like, you know, trying to upload all this thing and record like contents in betweens and then like balik masa, you know, like, Kamas Puma oh and everything is crazy, and then like edited videos. Oh, wow! <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't remember like decent time that I I can have the luxury to to enjoy my meal in a proper way. So most of the mm. time, I usually eat on the go. Right. So yeah, and my my day will end at around eleven. PM working. We're talking about work. Eleven PM, twelve AM, and I, I would sleep at one AM and then wake up. So I remember it at a time, this this cycle was happening for more than a year and a half. It was intense. It was intense. Um, yeah, it was intense. So I think the hardest way, at uh, the hardest one, is it. Hmm. Yeah. Is what What is like? Uh, yeah. What's like? What's hard? But uh, people think it's easy. Yeah, contents. Because contents. people watch like one minute. Oh, this is so like easy to do. Blah blah blah. But <laughs> sometimes, right, to get that perfect shot of you doing deadlift or squats or like jumping and stuff, and then you don't have a friend to help you record because I'm always on the go. Right? It's like mm. you and your phones and your your. <laughs> I would say what stand, and then you check your 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 videos. Oh, okay, it was the wrong yeah. angle. I right. need to do that that ten deadlift again, and sometimes it goes yeah. up to like ten takes. And then by the end of the day, you're like, oh, I'm super tired. I'm super sore from this one clip already. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's content. Okay, I'm gonna ask a, I'm gonna ask a side question because I'm so so interested to know. Uh, as someone that is obviously uh, you know, in order to be able to keep really fit, right? You have to follow yeah. very strict diets. I mean that's what my understanding, maybe that's why I feel. So very strict diets and also like maybe your sleep has to be enough and all that. Yes. But, that, but how how do you follow that strict diet if you have to eat on the go all the time? And and how do you get enough sleep? Like it sounds like 
you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, for my, from general advice, I will sleep early, wake up early, you know, I hear yes. stuff like that. Yeah. So what, how do you handle all that? Okay. Wow. I, I try my best to take a nap in between on the days for like throughout one and a half years. So basically once I'm done with my shoot, I usually nap in my car, not with aircon on with a, mm. you know, windows slightly mm. down and then lock mm. my doors like somewhere just take like 10, 20 minutes nap and then I proceed with something else or otherwise mm. I just like take a nap uh, when I reach home later in the evening or something like that in between. So that can help you, I would say, recover from sleep deprivations. Mm. Um, in terms of diet, I try my best to prep my meal, uh, easiest and simplest way. So, you know, sometimes uh, if I'm really stuck and on the go, I would go to Village Grocer uh, and then they would sell like roast chicken so I would buy like a whole roast chicken and then just like keep it in a fridge in a ziplock and then I just like cut it nicely so I just grab and go grab and go yeah wow okay <laughs> that's if how I, you, that's how you right <laughs> yeah if I don't have the time to meal prep um but yes of course you know um meal prep is better than you know just grab whatever outside but yeah I mean even so, right now, I think there's a lot of, I would say, healthy options. Um, if You just have to be smart about it. I mean, you know, staying healthy doesn't mean that you have to avoid all these things all the time because that would be impossible because we are always exposed to all this delicious Malaysian food, right? Mm. So, ideally, I would say make a smart choice. Uh, portion control and just have it in moderation so a typical day for me let's say if I'm on the go or if I'm on set shooting um, I, I, I can just like request okay I'm, I'm okay with white rice and I will go for ulam and a little bit of sambal and mm. just a grilled fish or grilled chicken and mm. that would be I would say diet santai it's not entirely 100% healthy because you know like we don't know what they marinate um, the chicken or fish with when they grill it, but mm. the rest of it, it can be healthy and close to as natural as it is. So, I mean, there's a lot of options out there. Um, mm. If you go to Mama also, you can you can have um, and make healthier choices. It's mm. just whether your willpower is strong enough or not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so like basically try to choose like the less unhealthy option sometimes if you eat out. Yeah. Uh, do, you, yeah. do you follow uh, like a, a, a schedule like, you know, um, I'm going to eat properly for six days, then I have a cheat day. Do you do that or, or are you quite relaxed? It, it depends. It depends on, I think, a phase or uh, I would say my work. So, for example, if I know that the particular month I would be having back-to-back -back shoots, then I would I would go with the slow, easy approach. So, you know, having the balance, I would say carbs, protein, fiber, um, and a little bit of fats is mm. fine. So, we, mm. we're looking at dual kali nasi bungkus, you know, white rice, ulam, or sayur rebos, things like that, you know, twice when I'm on the set. But in between, I always... Oh yeah, the best trick is to always have nuts around you. So whenever that I feel hungry in between, um, and I think that my brain needs some, you know, boost to function, <laughs> just grab some nuts. So almonds, um, cashews, 
peanuts is amazing. But don't go overboard about it. I mean, because right. nuts is high in carbs and fats as well, right? Depending on that. So. Oh, yeah. are nuts high in carbs? Oh, I, I always thought they were just yeah, like cashew, protein. Cashew, <laughs> cashew is high, high in carbs and fats. But cashew is so sedap. So um, my typical one would be almonds. Yeah, mm. almonds. Yeah, grab and go. Okay. Um, I, I used to, I can't remember what's the name of the nuts. I used to have like a box of nuts on my desk. They, they, they look like almond nuts, but they're a lot bigger. What are they called? Um, uh, it's white, white in color. Those were macadamia? Quite uh, yeah, it, it looks like macadamia, but it's long. Um, I, I, I'll think of it. I, 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 I'll, yeah, I was, I'm going to ask you what you think of those nuts, but I eat that a lot of those. So I'm wondering if that's good or not. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so, so, so back to the original question. Right? So what, what then do you think it's actually, um, the outsiders think it's hard, but actually it's easier than they think. Getting active. Oh, okay. Getting active is the easiest because, you know, I think most people would think, oh, I really need to have equipment. I really have to like, you know, spend one hour to work out actually you you what you need is just 15 to 20 minute really solid uh active activity so we're talking about if you hate doing bodyweight strength exercise and you love running go for 20 minutes run but when you run you give your all so i'm not talking about slow paced cardio where you jog and then you sightseeing you know like some of my friends <laughs> you know they're like because I, I do have a friend where they go to parks talking about boys here yeah right like, go to the park and say oh i go to this park because got a lot of hot girls <laughs> and i'm like what <laughs> and they were just like slow jog. Oh, is that so, right? <laughs> yeah, so I'm talking about like 20 minutes solid, you know, really push yourself. Doesn't mean that you have to sprint all the time, but you can do it like an interval training. So you, you walk or like you walk and you jog for about three minutes and then you sprint for 30 seconds right regardless regardless of the distance like you really mm. sprint and then back mm. to walk and jog and then you sprint again so mm. maximizing and training yourself this way can really maxim maximize the fat burn and you know reduce the time as well i mean you are utilizing 15 20 minutes instead of spending one hour of just brisk walk chit-chatting and not really pushing yourself and then mm. same goes to cycling um same goes to any hit workout at home some some people think that you need to spend 45 minutes to really push yourself and then you know by 20 minutes you're like oh my god when is it gonna end but if you dedicate like 20 minutes and then you have that 10 second and 15 second rest in between each exercises i mean you're really you know pushing yourself 20 minutes is enough so workout is the easiest getting active um yeah but people think it's hard yeah yeah I, mean, I really like that yeah like because what you said right like um if, if body weight exercise is not your thing then just pick the thing that's your thing and, and just yeah. do it properly for like 20 minutes right Cause, yeah because right because i think that's that's the issue because sometimes when even when i'm reading advice you know people say oh like um uh, weightlifting is the best way is the most efficient way but if you don't enjoy weightlifting then you don't have to do it right you should, you should do something that you actually want to do 
Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's one time I was like, okay, my body was really sore. This is during, this is during, I think that uh, during the, the three or fourth week of um, MCO because mm. I, I was doing live almost every day, right? Like mm. two sessions a day and then mm. my body got too sore and I did yoga already and I did mm. workout already and I'm like, okay, you know, I need something to really lift up my mood. So mm. I switched on my TV, connected with my YouTube and, you know, just turn on like, some dance video and I'm really super bad at dancing. Like all of my friends know that I'm hideous <laughs> at dancing. I cannot dance for real. <laughs> and I just, I just let loose and just pick up hip hop. Like, can you imagine someone who cannot dance and then suddenly just choose hip hop video, like dance right. session, and then just like really go all out like for 20 minutes. It was such <laughs> a great cardio session and I really enjoyed it. And it was full of laughter. Mm. It was it was amazing. So, you know, getting active, it doesn't have to be, oh, my friend do strength. I have to do strength, you know? Like I, mm. I do have friends who who doesn't want to work out and then he, she really enjoy playing rollerblades. So she play rollerblades. Mm. It's amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah. the most most important thing is to be active, right? That's like step one, right? And yeah. then pick like just pick the thing that you like so you can start. Because a, a lot yeah. of people don't even start, right? Because they think, ah, oh, it's so hard. I don't enjoy it. You know, I don't enjoy it. Then just do something that you enjoy, so it's easy to start. Yeah, I think right. people say don't enjoy because you don't have gang. Mm. <laughs> well, that's true, right? If you have friends to do it with you, that that will help, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, can you imagine like, if someone if someone asked me to say, hey, Nana, just go like, try hiking. You go hiking, surang surang cannot. Like. I mean, right. if you have friends, right? Then, okay, let's go hiking tomorrow. Let's go hiking tomorrow. And then like a couple of months, okay, you tak pergi pun tak apa. I can go by myself and find my own friends there. And then you make new friends there. So, you know, I think it's, it's the, I think the company. The company mm. and gang. Mm. <laughs> Do you have a, like a exercise routine uh, or, or do you kind of adapt based on what your schedule is like? Okay. I used to have like a really rigid uh, exercise routine uh, when I was competing, uh, when I was planning to co- like competing back then and I was teaching as well. But right now because of my schedule um, and I think a shift of lifestyle and I would say my capabilities of doing certain things. <laughs> uh, I'm more towards into yoga. So so now it's more towards Zen, mobility, stretches, you know, like getting, you know, connecting to myself and my soul. Um, but of course, remaining to maintain my strength as well. So yeah, everyday yoga um, and meditations um, and a little bit of strength training um, based on parts. Yeah. Sorry, what's that based on? Based on parts, body parts, yeah. Body parts. Oh, okay. Body okay. Parts, do do you yeah. do you have like like um, do you have dumbbells at home? Is that what you use to do strength training? Unfortunately, I don't have dumbbells at home. I ordered right. it. I ordered it. It's just that it hasn't. <laughs> it has been two weeks, but I'm patiently waiting for my dumbbells and my pull up bars. I don't know what happened um, right. to that order. Still waiting for it, but I do have bands. I do have bands. So during this time, I incorporated a lot of jumping, 
uh, a lot of I would say isolation works um, because uh, I I can't do all this I would say crazy heavy weights nowadays due to my previous injuries um, mm. so hence I need to shift my workout and my plans a little bit more towards rehabilitations yoga um, and you know slowly training and strengthening all those tiny tiny muscles that I need to strengthen so it's like you know the auntie auntie kind of workout but it's super you know effective on you <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so you did you just injured yourself recently? Is that is that what you said? No, actually, I had this. This is all from old injuries. I mean, mm. if you, I mean, for me, I think because I've been active for so long, and mm. um, you know, being young, you always think that your body can run like that forever, right? Mm. <laughs> so I do. I wasn't really paying attention much. On like right. you know dedicating myself on uh, stretching on like you know cool down and stuff, so yeah when I was prepping for my competition which is World Beauty Fitness Fashion, um, obviously I have to train twice a day. When I say training twice a day, I'm talking about like really pushing myself, like heavy lifting, like conditioning and so on. Um, so. With that kind of intensity, sometimes I don't have the luxury to, I would say, spend time for cool down and do a bit of homework on like, you know, loosen up all the muscle tightness and whatnot. So along the way, I tore my meniscus um, on my right knee a mini tour. So that sort of like hold me back for a while. Um, for rehab. A meniscus is a muscle, is it? I'm not familiar with this. Meniscus is the, is the, is this tissue here on your right. knee. Okay. Yeah. So I tore this part. Um, but I think I, I didn't realize that I tore this because I think my pain threshold was really high and I was really active as well. I heard hmm. the pop. Oh, wow. And again, I was like continuously doing all this jumping squat and whatsoever. And then two days later, uh, it was swollen. So I went to see a doctor and the doctor said, hey, you actually tore your meniscus, you know. Mm. Um, and then the doctor recommended me to get into surgery. But knowing me, I always believe in a holistic, um, I would say, <laughs> way. So mm. I tried to, you know, cope with this thing without surgery. And so far... Thankfully, it has, I think, healed. Um, it's just that I need to constantly make sure that, you know, my hamstring muscle is not too tight. Otherwise, I can feel that slight pull and I can feel that a bit of uneasiness here. And I do yeah. have like a bit of shoulder tear as well mm. from overtraining and elbow as well because once you injure something, it will be connected because you always compensate on using certain like other small muscles. So mm. yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, rehabilitation now, which is yoga. I love it. Mm. I love it. It makes me happy. Mm. I, that's good. I try yoga. It's like, it's, it's really tough for me. I don't know. <laughs> it is. It is really tough. It, it is, is really yeah. tough. Yeah. It's one of those things I would say it looks, it's harder than it looks <laughs> when I try yes. it. It's really hard. Uh, yeah. And, and um, so yoga and meditation every day and a bit of, I suppose, like very light strength training just to maintain. Uh, yes, light strength. strength training and I would say isolation. So if you look at squats, like 
squat usually you just stand on two feet and then mm. you squat down right so i have to really focus on doing single leg squat single leg lunges like single leg um romanian deadlift so everything is single leg so uh it helps me with my imbalances as well so mm. it strengthens my muscles i would say evenly so i don't compensate because with the injuries um you know sometimes you shift your weight a little bit to the mm. other side mm. to take more mm. load so training mm. um with one one isolation um mm. it really forces myself to use that those tiny muscles that i need to to strengthen so yeah mm. Mm. And, and now and then kind of building on that question because like everyone's uh, stuck at home now or we are not encouraged to go out like, unless it's important and I, I actually think that it's going to be like this for some time what are yeah. some I suppose uh, advice you can give people who want to work out at home like they only have like 10-15 minutes to do a workout what do you suggest that they can do with and without equipment like do you have any thoughts <laughs> Hmm. Okay. First, it really depends on your fitness goal. For someone mm. who wants to lose weight, uh, shed those fats, I would recommend Tabata or HIIT. Definitely would just you know help you shed uh, the fats. Mm. But if someone want uh, something to strengthen, lengthen, yoga, Pilates, you know, is amazing for them. Um, you know, to help them lift up the mood. Uh, so it really depends on what is their fitness goal. Um, mm. You know, it could be like a hundred burpees in fifteen minutes, a hundred sit up. You know, it it really free and easy. But if someone wanted to choose, um, I would say an equipment, I would suggest resistant bands. Resistant band, oh, okay. That okay. tiny little bands. I'm telling you, they're the evil, the most evil. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I bought them before and I used them once. I I struggled to use them. It wasn't easy to use. Yeah, uh, it wasn't easy. It's hard actually. Yeah, right. It looks like bands, but it's like it's really hard. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and and resistant bands are quite versatile, right? From well, when I bought it, that's kind of the reason why I did because it looks like I can train all kinds of muscles. As long as I yeah. know how to how to use it properly, uh, oh, resistance band is quite good, um, and also I suppose yoga and Pilates allows you to use your own body to kind of build strength, right? Because you don't, yes. right? Because you don't really need equipment, and and the the kinds of like different poses you, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like it's a lot harder than it looks. <laughs> I feel this struggling. Oh, I remember when I first started, uh, I tried reformer Pilates, the one with the machine, reformer mm. machine. Mm. Oh my God, I was dead. Like, because I, I went to see my friend and I said, hey, okay, I really need to to hit my inner thigh. Like, mm. I, I need to strengthen that and like really work on it, you know, because it seems so hard for me to do this rehab plan because it's so hard for me to, 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 to just aim for that little tiny muscles so i said don't worry nana by the end of the session you won't feel your legs and i'm like are you sure not so we're digging, 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 laughing 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 well i tell you 10 minutes later i was shaking i was laughing <laughs> really it's not easy it's not yeah easy. Even, so, even for someone like you it's obviously already very active it's not easy right in the beginning easy. when you're getting used to it yeah 
Uh, and if someone is, uh, I think we kind of covered this question earlier, but maybe you have a different take. So if someone was struggling to get started, right? And, and a lot of people say, ah, I want to do it, let's do it, let's, but they don't actually start. Is there anything, yeah. any particular technique you have to help them get started? Okay, I would suggest uh, to join groups to join groups because sometimes to get started, I mean, you have the desire to, to do something. It's just mm. that you don't have a super duper willpower to stick on it or to really do it, right? I mean, okay, tomorrow I'm going to start my diet. Tomorrow I'm going to start workout. But tomorrow, it will be like, ah, oh, esok lah, lusa lah, you know? You don't have that mm. willpower. So, mm. I would suggest just get into a group training session or like, uh, because right now I think there's a lot of online group training available that you can join in. I think it's like 10 ringgit, 15 ringgit per session. Just get on board, you know, just join the Zoom training or any WhatsApp or Telegram support group. It sort of like really motivates you to do something because maybe first day of you joining, you feel shy, you feel like, you know, not confident of doing something. But when people started to share their experience, their hurdles, like, oh, okay, now I know this is how it's done. Or today I'm having this problem. What can I do? Um, it sort of like boosts your confidence as well and what, sort of like pushes uh, the individual to, to participate more. So I think the best way is to just get on board into a community or like some group training session. Yeah, mm. that's and the best you, way. And you keep each other accountable, is it? So like you'll be yes. embarrassed if you don't do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you didn't post up or any updates, it's like, oh, everybody is like, okay, done, done, done. <laughs> Sending photos and videos and you were like, uh, creak, creak, mm. what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good way, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Join, join groups and, you know, it's like social pressure like that. But the good pressure, like, right? To, to, yeah. to make you and I like, I like to do bets as well. I mean, I don't encourage it to to the masses or general populations, mm. but among your friends, right? I mean, mm. you can do bets. Instead of bets on something, you just like, okay, in six weeks, this is our aim. Okay, whoever lose have to get someone this, mm. right? Mm. I mean, so mm. you, can, you, can, you can come up with like, this is the one particular thing that I really want. So for example, I mean, September is coming, the new iPhone is coming, right? Mm. <laughs> so mm. you have 10 friends, or like mm. five to ten friends that have with you. Okay, mm. let's go and do this challenge. Whoever wins this challenge <laughs> win the new iPhone. So everybody oh, has to wow. chip in and buy this person new iPhone. That's a big bet. Oh my god! Fair <laughs> and square, right? Everybody just chip in. <laughs> I I like that. Like I I might be motivated to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay. So so so. Uh, group group exercises help keep accountable and also like like you kind of and also play a game with each other like, right a game yes. uh, some sort of bet that challenges everyone to compete uh, yes right? I, I say this because um, a lot of my guy friend okay uh, they call themselves the X fat boys that's the name of the group the X fat boys <laughs> which I think is really cute mm. um, so <laughs> They are, my friends, seriously, they are adorable because they are very professional individuals, lawyers, we're talking about lawyers, accountants, you know, all these people, like really busy people. And 
basically they just you know uh, share a video of um what's the what's the name of the program that they were doing is it intensive i can't remember the, the name of the program that they were they were using so every day every day there's updates about mm. okay i'm reaching the goals i'm reaching the goal i'm reaching the goals so yeah they were betting on something and it works i mean all of them lose weight and they look good i mean mm. one of my one of my friend he lost from 100 over kgs he was down to two, he was down to like 80 oh wow yeah but it, it was it was not like six weeks but it was uh, dragged to like eight months or something so it's a healthy yeah. healthy weight journey but yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. it's amazing so mm. yeah That, they should oh, do that yeah yeah no it sounds good the expat voice like <laughs> yeah shout out to my all expat boy guys that's, that's such a cool name <laughs> uh, so i want to jump forward a bit and talk about the businesses that you're currently running so you have um body lab and fit sambal right so body lab from from so in just in my own words right? so uh, body yeah. lab does a uh, fitness supplements And uh, Fit mm-hmm. Sambal produces health, uh, healthy, uh, healthy sambal line, right? It's a, healthy sambal. Healthy sambal, right? So um, maybe we can we can start with the healthy sambal first. Like, what can you tell us more about that? Tell us more about Fit Sambal. Like, what makes it healthy? Where did this idea come from? You know. Okay. To 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 share with you that I have to share the history of it. Okay. Mm. How Fit Sambal business started? Um, is from me and my business partner. Uh, we have this idea to create the the um, fitness supplement first, but none of us are willing to use any of our savings, <laughs> and we refuse to take loans and stuff. So to generate money to develop um, uh, for the R and D cost, we have to generate money from other sources as well. So. Um, When we try to kumpul kumpul duit and tak dapat, and then when we submitted the the R and D, it was running. The product tak siap lagi, you know, the the, the fitness supplement. So at that time, uh, I signed up with this um, I would say fitness um, convention, mm. and I promised them that okay, I'll be I'll be featuring my first product there. But the thing is, mm. the product is not ready. So I told mm. my business partners, like, hey babe, like, okay, this convention is just like, in, in, in like less than two weeks, what can we do? So I don't know, I don't know. We can just show up and then like, say something. I'm like, nope, because we <laughs> promise I have to deliver. So that's how Fit Sambal was born. I was telling my, bis- uh, my business partner and I told her, hey babe, I know how to cook healthy sambal. And that's because when i was prepping for my uh, competition last time you know being malaysian you always want to have that something spicy in your dish mm. and then a lot of sambal out there is very unhealthy it's filled with oil and all of these things right so uh, i started to to just you know remember back how i do my healthy sambal back then and mm. then yeah we all love it So we started selling that. So that's that's how Fit Sambal was born. So right, it is it was inspired by uh, the time I was prepping for my competitions. Yeah, heavily cooking healthy food and then trying to match all this um, Malaysian dish, but in a healthy way. Yeah, so so that's so interesting though. Is that because you originally created the sambal for yourself, 
because yeah. because you wanted to have samba but you're competing so you didn't want like the unhealthy stuff right so you designed yeah. it for yourself and and suddenly mm-hmm. you realize oh you could that you, this could be a product like a commercial yeah. product <laughs> and but but uh, what's like what's in samba that's unhealthy other than like like um oil Okay, so it, it depends on the types of sambal. So if you're talking about the typical sambal mera, right? Yes, you are using tons of oil, um, and then you have to goreng and everything. So obviously, it's not healthy. And then some of the sambal out there, uh, they use perencah, the MSG to make it nicer, and then like the ikan bilis, which is high in sodium. So it really depends on the ingredients that they use because you know. You know lah, like sambal out there kan ada yeah, yeah. a lot of variations of sambal, right? So, it really depends. So, that's, that's why with this healthy sambal, I try to cater it to the masses that suits every different diet backgrounds with mm. no uh, vegan-friendly, vegetarian-friendly, everything-friendly. So, mm. we, we just stick to the basic lah. Basically, different types of chili, the dry chili, the red chili, the chili padi, the chili padi kampung. And then for the sweetness, we 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 use a lot of shallots mm. and red onions. Mm. Mm. Yeah, red onions. And then shifting it um, to use Himalayan pink salt, you know. And then, of course, olive oil. Mm. I think that's and just... I'm, li- I'm literally Googling fit sambal right now. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm 100% going to try this uh, I can send to you yeah. one you can try oh, no, yeah. no, don't, don't worry I, I'm going to no, get no, it no. properly because uh, I also have like um, we ha- we eat sambal at home sometimes uh, uh-huh. and so uh, you know because like just for fun we make like nasi lemak ourselves so I thought uh-huh. you no know, like, and, and I'm, I'm actually tr- I am trying to do space so I'm, I'm going to try this uh it's somehow thing. Uh, nice. Yeah, and how really long spicy. have you been? Is it really spicy? It's really spicy. Well, it depends. If you if you if you love spicy, then it could be like okay. But if you are not someone who loves like spicy, it could be really spicy. Yeah. Okay. Really okay. Yeah. I, that's probably the right spicy for me. Then I think uh, I'm, I'm probably somewhere in the middle. Like uh, <laughs> I will eat really spicy food. But um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't crave for it. So I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And how? And how long? Um, how long have you been? Uh, you know, doing fit. Uh, fit sambal. Right. And where? 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 When? Also, the next question I want to ask was if someone wanted to buy it, how did they find it? Okay. So it has been two years, but it's based on pre-order. Hmm. Yeah, pre-order basis because it's all fresh ingredients, no preservatives, no artificial stuff. So the shelf life is not that long um, because everything is homemade. Um, we don't have the technology on how to prolong <laughs> the jarring whatsoever, right? Right, right. Oh, it's freshly made. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so it's homemade. Um, we usually will we'll cook it based on orders. So they have to WhatsApp our company's um, number to order it temporarily until I finish building my own website. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's so interesting. I really think, well, as someone that runs uh, his own business, I really think there's something there because it's so unique. And it's like, uh, how do I say? Because you're not competing with like an international company because it's sambal like it's so unique to like 
Malaysia or maybe Southeast Asia, I'm not sure that you don't, yeah. you're not competing. You don't have to compete with like an American company. So you, you're basically, you've carved out like a certain, um, but you own the category. Like, Niche market. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah Niche market. But it. I would say I have to really put it out there because, you know, educating people like, okay, sambal can be healthy. And then, of course, the price point because the unhealthy sambal, the regular sambal could cost you like 17 ringgit per jar and ours is like 30 ringgit per jar. And then we have to like explain to them it's all premium ingredients. We use, mm. you know, premium olive oil. We don't use the minyak masa and everything. So it's, mm. yeah, competition mm. and, is always And, and yours is made fresh, right? Whereas that could be like mass produced. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, oh. the competition is always there regardless whether, you know, you're competing with international products or market or just local. It's just that, you know, keep working on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like that. Well, 100% of and, and Body Lab, tell, tell, tell us about Body Lab. What's unique about the fitness supplements? Okay, so after we have enough money from our sambal sale, <laughs> <laughs> we managed to you know, run second and third R&D uh, and then a few other tests as well. Because for our spray, um, we re- we required to do two or three R&D just to make sure that everything is okay. So, something unique about the, I would say, spray. Let me just take it. It's like right in front of me. Okay. Okay, the most unique thing about body lab spray is that um, it is, of course, uh, concentrated L-carnitine. So L-carnitine, basically, the ones that in the market, especially in US or overseas or even here locally, are all in tablets form, which is the veggie caps or like the taps or in a drink. Um, so we actually came up with the idea just to spray. So you don't have to swallow it you don't have to carry a big bottle of tablets and then the one in like, you know, the big bottles that you have to pour and drink so it doesn't spill. Just spray. It lasted up to 25 days and it is travel friendly. It's super concentrated. You just spray in your mouth, absorb, and then you can just go. So with the tablet ones, you will need to take the L-carnitine tablets, I would say 20 40 to 20 minutes before your workout. But with this one, it's like five minutes before your workout and then you can feel immediate. Like, you know, you're hyped up, but it doesn't interfere with your heart rate. This Mm. is is the exact way that I would describe it. You feel motivated, Mm. but at ease. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's it's not like some other, uh, I would say, energy tablets things like that that really pump your heart rate so this right. is just at least but you feel motivated and you sweat a lot and yeah it helps you with your fat loss as well because it boosts your metabolic rate it boosts your stamina your endurance everything and then recovery as well so super great taste delicious but i know some guys they don't <laughs> you don't prefer it because it's sour uh, okay okay yeah. so, so so typically so so before workouts, so before the, the spray, uh, there's a tablet that people take sometime before a workout to give themselves energy for the workout. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, because right. yeah, I'm not a fitness person. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Okay, so if if someone it depends it depends on the the fitness goal again. I mean right. um if you wanna 
I would say boost your energy during uh, exercise. There's a um, few supplements that can help you. So mm. it's like usually people would take, for fat burning, people would take fat burner mm. most of the time. And then sometimes they would take, um, I would say energy booster. Mm. So it will take before and then after that also you have like certain supplements that can help you with um, uh, to recover for recovery. For example, protein shakes and whatnot. So mm. L-carnitine is basically a fat transporter. It's a, it's, a, it's a type of amino acid that can help you, you know, boost your fat loss or accelerate your fat loss, I would say, um, journey process. Mm. Um, and then it gives you energy as well. So it's mm. like two in one. Mm. Yeah. So before oh, workout and then after workout, and then there's a pairing as well. I mean, I usually take it with vitamin C just to boost up my immune system as well as help me with recovery after my workout. And then during my workout, there's another supplement as well, which is BCAA. I mean, it really depends on the intensity and your fitness goal. I mean, for someone who are doing cardio endurance, they might just need this one just to help them focus more and, um, you know, sweat more, um, mm. energy, burn more. Um, but someone is doing strength. Um, yeah, there's, there's a list of supplements as well to help. Right, them. right, right. Train, recover, and so on. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, so it depends on what your fitness goal is and then there's a supplement yeah. to help with that. And, and if yeah. someone w- was interested in uh, Bodyland, how do they find it? They can actually WhatsApp our company as well. Same number. Zero same number? One. Oh, okay. <laughs> same number. I cannot, like, I got two phones. If more phones, right, I will die. <laughs> same, same number. Yeah. Right, right, um, right. We, we try to... I mean, I'm trying to do my own website with the with the e-commerce and stuff. We'll see how it turned out. <laughs> <laughs> how do they find that number? Do they find it on your Instagram? Okay, they can actually call 018-318-1586. And they can actually find it on both bodylab.co as well as fitsambal by nana underscore hq uh, Instagram page. Nice, nice. I, yeah. I, I, so, um, it's so cool how, you know, you're, you're such an entrepreneur spirit. Uh, so, Fit Sambal two years ago, Body Lab, how long has it been? It's about one and a half years ago. But one and a half years. So, Fit Sambal yeah, first, like, about six months. Slightly like lambat yeah. from the Fit Sambal. Yeah, we need to, right, we need right, to collect right. money first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the friends that you're, you're working with, are, are these also people who are involved in fitness? Okay, my business partner, uh, she's such a beautiful soul, okay. She is my first client. So, when I first started fitness, and then the first person who approached me to train is her. Mm. So, she used to be my first, first client. So, we known each other uh, way back when, seven years ago, I think, seven years ago. Um and then we became really good friends. Um, she's doing uh, her own business and stuff. And then she was like, hey, I think it's about time for you to have your own product. So we decided to just do business together. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how it started. 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. Do, do, I, I, I'm not sure if it was obvious during the conversation, but do you still train people personally or if you not, uh, you don't do I that? I used to. I used to train right. people personally, um, but then I've decided to just focus on my media career for a while. But right. we'll see. Maybe I'll start training people again anytime soon because I, I think it's about time for me to grow body life, fit sambal, and also mm. community-based uh, training at the same time because I think just complement each other. Like this tree, mm. uh, tree business, yeah. Yeah, no, I think fitness is a very important thing. I mean, uh, uh, obviously in this day and age, the awareness is really there. Health, people care about their health a lot, especially now we yes. talk about like pandemic and all that, right? So yeah. I, I, I actually think that we need more local people with the voice and to kind of inspire people to stay fit and healthy. You know, there, there is a gap, right? I mean, uh, there, pro- there are probably people already uh, talking about it but you know there is definitely a gap like. so if you're going to if you're going all out there to like share this message I think it's really good uh, yes yeah so uh, I'm going to move on to like quick fire questions so okay uh, <laughs> oh. nervous so, uh, but excited yeah so the, I uh, I always say quick fire questions but people say that the questions are tougher than they expected <laughs> Uh, so, okay. Question number one: um, What scene from a movie or TV show is super memorable to you, and 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 left you like a lasting life lesson, or very or like very uh, a very strong impression? What what scene from a movie or TV show is super memorable to you? It just stayed with you, basically. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> A movie, this is really hard. I'm not going <laughs> to deny that. A scene or a movie from... A movie or a scene from TV. Just something that kind of stuck with you. Like, you you, you, you know. The reason I ask this question is because um, I, I, I ask questions about books also. But I find that people learn most of their influence from watching entertainment without realizing. Absolutely. Wait. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Because I always watch comedy, you see. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what are your favorite comedies then? I don't know. Okay, from the recent... No. From, from a movie, so hard. This is so hard. Because I always <laughs> watch animal documentaries. And you watch like, animal documentaries. So... <laughs> yes. Don't you love animal documentaries? It's amazing. I love... Okay, enough about animals. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I either watch comedy or like mostly comedies and thriller and stuff. Or maybe what's your what's oh. your what what's one of your favorite comedies? Maybe that will give us some insight. Okay, the the, the recent one that I just watched from Netflix was Ed. Ed. Oh, okay. I don't think I saw that. What was what's this about? It's about Matthew uh Matthew McConaughey. Is it how it pronounced the name? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Um, yeah basically been selected to be uh, the center point of a reality, reality TV stars. And yeah, the stress and whatnot. So I, I guess, I guess sometimes, you know, you, you want that everything like in your life, like the glamorous mm. part, but mm. little that you, I think it's the lesson is this, like sometimes the grass is greener on the other side. Like you see mm. this person on social media, on TV, everything is so perfect, but behind the scene is totally different. And then people can mm. have like this misconceptions about you, about um, 
your real self because mm. sometimes you know whatever that you put out there is curated and it's not the mm. real you and then mm. at the end of the day you have to stay true to yourself i think mm. yeah but but really what caught my attention was the chicken dance that he always do it it's fun yeah like okay, oh my okay. god i get a big paycheck i'm going to do the chicken dance so it's really funny you just have to watch that oh, chicken oh, dance I, I, oh I, my I god check it out. Add, okay Okay. Yeah. And I suppose I suppose you can relate to it because uh, you know to a large extent you you are like a public figure, right? So you know your public image and and like who you actually are. Maybe people don't really know you just from like yeah following you publicly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Next question: Is there a non-fiction book that you've read um, that you believe everyone should read? non-fiction book that I've read about the truth um, no, okay non-fiction books obviously is going to be one of my nutrition books um, <laughs> I would say holistic eating holistic eating holistic. I mean oh, okay. holistic eating uh, something that can help you I would say healthy um, in the best possible way because sometimes you know following all this diet Atkins diet paleo diets um, vegetarians vegan um I would say, yeah, all this diet, right? Because it is a trend. But what people really need to focus on is to eat based on what their body requires and what can actually help heal any sort of like, not heal, like contain some of the disease or like, you know, trying to reduce the symptoms and whatnot. And I, I 100% believe that, you know, food heals everything or mm. help you increase your, your health level. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, I, 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 really like, I really like that advice. That's good, you know. Yeah, Cause, so because I I do know that a lot of these diets, like, uh, I think number one, the problem is some of them can be quite short term. I think so. If you yes. can pursue a diet for a while, it's okay. But how long can you? Is it sustainable to continue eating like that? Right. And then the other Absolutely. thing that I learned recently was, yeah, you're right in saying that everyone's body is different. So. Yeah. So, 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 so some things work better for other people and like looking at it holistically as the word you use is better, right? Yes, indeed. Uh, so, so does holistic basically mean that you eat a bit of everything? Is that what it means? Holistic, basically like natural stuff. I mean, you know, I, I try my best not to depend on chemical stuff or like no medications and whatnot. Um, yeah, in terms of food, right? I mean, mm. processed mm. food and whatnot. I mean, mm. I, I would definitely go for herbs or, okay, like for example, right now, I'm, I'm having all this, um, I would say, bone, it's not a bone issue, but I do feel that my body, my, my body craves for that protein and calcium that I need because I started to feel all these like little clicks uh, nowadays. Um, so instead of resorting to calcium tablets, I would go for bone broth that I made from grass-fed bone. Bone yeah. broth from grass-fed, what's that? Bone. <laughs> bone, oh, Yeah, okay. I mean like, you, you have to do a conscious decision, healthy conscious decision in terms of your food. So instead of, um, I would say, eating eggs right you would go for organic eggs 
to, mm. to get certain vitamins and minerals, right? Mm. Um, reason being is that, okay, normal eggs could be injected with hormones and stuff. And then all these excessive injected hormones will give you all these sort of like health problems and so on. Because right. this is the source of food chain. And then if this is contaminated, whatever byproducts of this from this food chain will be will get into your body. So regardless whether it's milk, whether it's cheese, whatever, so the sauce must be good sauce, you know? Mm, so mm, same mm. goes to bone broth. I mean, it is better if you can get the bone from a grass-fed cow. I mean, free from hormones, free from all these other not good stuff, you know? So you know that there's, <laughs> you know that there's pure. It can really heal like help you get better <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay cool uh next question so what's the best piece of career advice you received from a mentor or someone that you respect learn continue learning continue learning and continue i would say adding your knowledge i mean sometimes you know i, I feel that you know, when someone learn about something new and then, or they are expert of something, particular topic, they seldom open their views to other, I would say, outlook or opinion. So for me, regardless whether you are professionals, whether you are an expert, always have the heart and uh, open mind to listen on like other opinions or, or like statement or like, I would say, I would say opinions mm. because you could be learning something from that mm. as well. Mm. Because whatever mm. that we know, whatever research paper that we read right now, it could be another research paper that is saying like, oh no, this is invalid, you know, this is valid now. So, mm. you know, mm. always have an open mind and um, always open your, your uh, I would say mind to, to keep learning, keep learning. Mm. I, I mm. say this because, you know, in fitness industry, you have a different, different, I would say, background. You know, CrossFit, you have gymnastic, you have all this thing, blah, 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 blah. And how someone achieve this particular result, it could be a combination of whatever method from the coach. Mm. It's all trial and error. So, mm. you know, as a coach, as entrepreneur, as um, a professional, always need to have an open mind and um, continue learning because sometimes what you think is right, it could be wrong and it was, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you have to be ready to change your mind. And I know, I understand what you say earlier about like you have to read like news from both sides so that you, like you have the yeah. full picture, right? Uh, yeah, I mean to me, I mean to me like even certain things from science is not like 100% confirmed, you know? I mean, come on, like how, how do we know that all these medications that we take 100% can cure us, right? It could be just suppressing the, the illness. So there's no assurance in terms of all this thing. Even like, you know, if you're ill and then you need to get into an operation room, you know, you don't know whether the doctor can actually heal you or whether the operation can be successful or not. It's all about trial and error. And then same goes to life, same goes to your health, same goes to, I think, whatever that we are dealing with, you know, in the world. It's all about trial and error. It depends on your experience. It depends on situations, environment, and how we actually cope with it and how we accept it and how we 
I would say look at it in an open heart and open mind, right? Mm. So, mm. Um, yeah, always accept, learn, keep learning. Mm. I honestly learned a lot from my previous clients. I mean, I I never see that myself as a teacher or like a, a coach who always need to teach them because I learn so much from them. Like every day, each, each client is super unique, you know. The method that I use to persuade client A will not, or could not be working for client B. You know, the psychology of like, oh, you need to do this, like the way you talk to them, the way you engage to them, the way you connect to them, the way you spend time to understand them is to apply different methods and to apply different background of study, you know, different programs. So yeah, continue learning and then learn from other people. Like open your heart and mind to learn from other people. Mm. That's good. Uh, that's good advice. Um, and the next question I have is, uh, who's, um, do you have a role model, uh, someone who is not in your family that you look up to? Mm. Okay, role model is to everybody. I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to pick one because I think that would be unfair. But I would say to everyone who have a career change, and succeeded in their new trade to, to, I would say the underdogs who made it because it's mm. not easy to make it. Um, mm. And to You like those, stories like that. Yeah. To, and to those, and to those who always pursue, um, I would say what they love to do. Because sometimes when you do work, right, you, you force yourself to do work because your parents tell you to do that, you're, you, because the paycheck is bigger. It's not, it's, it's, it's never, it's hardly about something that you love. Mm, mm, so if mm. you can actually make money and succeed it in um, your passion, yay to you, you're my idol, teach me please. <laughs> 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 nice. So, so you look up to people who, I suppose, are lucky enough to be doing something they're passionate about, and and yes. they really enjoy it. And especially if they are, they were underdog before, but now they are like the top of their game, right? So it's a very inspiring stories. Uh, yeah. Uh, next question: What object have you purchased in the last twelve months uh, that cost less than a thousand ringgit? Uh, that you that has tremendous positive impact in your life wow i would say this <laughs> ring light this Which ring light? light is really making light? myself my life positive that's <laughs> one thing for sure <laughs> i think i know what ring light you're talking about i was looking at it the other day this is the one like if you're you're having like a video right like <laughs> you can find it on on like e-commerce sites. <laughs> yes, this huge ring light that you can step, put your phone in, in between. Really right. a game changer. And it's only cost me like less than a hundred, no, less than 200. Um, yeah. Best buy ever. Best buy ever. Yes. <laughs> For the past <laughs> my only one item, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know which ring light you're talking about. I saw it. In fact, I was about to buy it the other day. <laughs> you should. Definitely. Really? It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll because just you can change the color, you know. See, I demo to you. Okay. Wow. Selling to you. This is a warm light. Okay. Right. Watch. We change. This is a yellow oh. light. Oh. 
Now this is white light. And now you can change. Ah, dimmer, lighter, bright, and then change. Warm light. Put it down a bit. Ah, see? Oh, okay. That's, That's really cool. <laughs> I'm 100% going to buy it. I know exactly which one you're talking about. I was like, I think it costs about 130 bucks or something like that. I saw it online. Yes, yes. But you have to make right. sure that if you want to buy, the, the stand is sturdy because some of it, you know, it's not sturdy and it's easily topple. So, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, next question. What's a skill that you have that you think other people will find surprising, but it's been very useful for you in your career or in your life? Skill. A skill, something that people will find surprising. So for example, obviously you're well known to be someone in fitness, but then maybe there's a skill that is not that related to fitness that has been very useful to you. Does cleaning is a skill? No, yeah, this is a skill. It's a skill to me. I don't have that skill, so. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I got, um, cleaning, I think. I would say cleaning. Cleaning? Oh, okay. Cleaning. Okay. You yeah. enjoy cleaning? I don't enjoy cleaning, but I have a skill of it because uh, thanks to mom, you know, and I got OCD as well. So when I clean, I really clean. So we're talking about like, you know, a normal simple carpets. People would usually just vacuum it right and it's done but for me a simple carpet requires hand brush just to make sure all the hair and all the habu habu inside all come out and then <laughs> double say all then you vacuum must twice on vacuum okay make sure all the hammer hammer or whatever all clean and then it's clean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's cleaning. I think it's cleaning. Vacuum your own cut pill and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, okay. mom. Mom trained me well. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, second last question. Uh, if you could make a video go viral uh, mm -hmm. and the video carried a message that was important to you, what message yeah. would that be? Hmm. Believe in yourself. Nice. Believe in yourself. I would mm. say. Mm. Because, mm. yeah, believe in yourself. Right. Because I think a lot of people need to hear those words for them to go out and try something. Yes, definitely. Mm. Um, I know it's pretty general, but I think believe in yourself is a big message to even start something, to do something, to finish something. Yeah. Mm. In fact, it ties back to a bit like what we talked about in the beginning when you said that, you know, a lot of people when they're younger, they're insecure. It's actually very common, right? Being insecure. And yeah. uh, I think a lot of people need to realize that even the very successful people are insecure about something. So... Right. Yeah. So, so actually you should like, people should, yeah. Like you said, like believe in themselves. They, they should try it. Right. If they want to try yeah. something, they should try it. Right. So I mean, especially now, it. especially now, I mean, like I know there's a lot of people who actually lost their jobs and are jobless. Um, and then some of them are pretty lost and they don't know what to do. 
And um, I do know that, you know, people resort to, you know, baking, selling food and stuff. And I always wonder whether I can actually make it happen. You know, can I like survive with whatever that I know, you know, with, like join a seeker, upper So the message here is like, believe in yourself. I mean, just, just do it. If, um, if, if you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, just, just pursue it and see what happened. Ask for friends help just to help you market it. So to start something right now in this condition, especially is just to believe in yourself. Just do it. Uh, it's all about try and error. If it doesn't work, believe in yourself to try something new. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, so, so it's not, it's not necessarily going to work, but just having the attitude of keep on going through the process and trusting that you will find something and you're good enough. You're good enough yeah. to be good at something, right? Um, yeah. It's very important. Yeah, so I, I love that. Uh, last question. What does the word success mean to you? What does Happiness. The word success? Happiness. Happiness. You can be a billion, like a billionaire or trillionaire, but if you're not happy, you're not successful in life. But you can be, you can be homeless and you have no money, but you are at most happy, you are successful in life. I mean, mm. yeah, at the end of the day, I think it's all about self-happiness, your own happiness um, and the way of, the way and value of happiness. I mean, mm. yeah, if you have a lot of money, you have a lot of assets, but if you're not happy, you end up killing yourself in the big depression and whatnot. That is not a successful life to me. Uh, regardless of what you do, success equal to happiness. Happy, being aesthetic, being happy. You you wake up looking forward to do something. You, you wake up knowing that you have all these people that you love around you, right? I mean... <laughs> If you wake up not happy, that's not a successful day. I mean, it's going to be a shit day. <laughs> no, I 100% agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I tell people all the time, it's like, yeah, it's like, like money is important, of course, but if you are, if you are chasing money, but you're sacrificing uh, your happiness, right? Or you're sacrificing something, but like there's something about it that you don't enjoy, you know? Yeah, uh, it, it, yeah it's very tough. It's a, it, then it's a tough life, right? to some sense. So um, at the end of the day, you should be doing things that you're happy with. I think that's, that's quite important. Yes. Happy uh, means successful. Mm, mm. In life. Uh, so, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, thanks. So thanks for doing this, Nana. I really enjoyed the conversation. I learned a lot today. Uh, I'm, I've definitely got a list of things on my shopping list right now that I'm buying. <laughs> the <laughs> ring light, I'm going to try your fit sambal for sure. Uh, and I got some really good tips about my fitness. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll be a bit more inspired and I'll start losing some weight soon. <laughs> uh, but thanks for the conversation. I really enjoyed it. And uh, maybe we'll do this again someday. Right, and I and yes, and perhaps sure. maybe in person, right? Because like we're doing this like over Zoom. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Thank you for having me. Uh, totally enjoyed this conversation. Sorry about all my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, I love the yeah, energy. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Yeah, really. All right, thank you, thank you, and bye, bye, bye. Bye. Have a nice day.
thank you for listening to the Hello Mentor podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, do hit that subscribe button, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you're trying to have a great career or if you want to succeed in business, um, you will benefit from really, really getting to learn from some of the most inspiring people in Malaysia. And hopefully, you can replicate some of that success yourself. Uh, we have many, many more amazing people joining us soon. And we expect to release an episode once every two weeks. So again, do hit that subscribe button to our podcast and you will be notified when the next episode is up. Also, this podcast is supported by WAP the leading professional youth jobs platform in Malaysia. So if you're looking to hire great talent or if you're looking for a new job, do also check us out at wobjobs.com. That's W-O-B-B jobs.com. Thank you again. And I look forward to share the next episode with you soon.